Damn. Oh my gosh, that cover song sounds so much darker and thumpy in headphones. Seriously, it is so much better. Zappers. Hiya, I'm Miranda Collette, and this is the thing that I'm trying. I'm nervous about it, but I'm also really excited. <laughs> so here's a story of how this thing, which is podcast, got its name, which is It's a Brutiful Life. It was 25 miles outside of a town I'd never been to. The morning had given me a brand new experience. I'd nearly gone up in a tiny three-wheeled personal aircraft. The human who owned the trike had given me food, wine, shelter, and good company the night before. The sun held dominion over the entire afternoon, and it was a merciless lord. Salt caked my face. The only shade I'd found for miles was my respite. I'd crept into the dry, thorny arms of my beloved shady bush and felt my body throb with heat. As I scanned the horizon, the mountains I rode toward taunted me. It was a clear, bright desert day, and the heat from the open road was in cahoots with the sun. Together, they drained me of all momentum. All thought. All coherence. Two wolves starved with hunger, yanked a raw, gnawed bone between the pain and pleasure of my present state. My mind was overwhelmed, yet understimulated. My body was overused, yet scarcely satiated. It was a conundrum of the most maddening fascination and allure that so much discomfort could produce such bliss. And for what? I couldn't help but notice that in spite of my fatigue and my general sense of disdain for the desert that day, I couldn't help but crumble to the immense splendor of it all. This Space, this realm of utter brutality and dazzling beauty, this perfect dichotomy, was absolutely brutal. Okay, yeah, so that was an extremely overly dramatic um, retelling, storytelling. I don't know, guided meditation. Basically, I was just trying to 
somehow force you to understand how it was feeling when I was in the middle of the desert alone on my bicycle with half the country behind me and the other half ahead of me. And I just, I mean, I try to describe uh, exactly how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking mentally, physically, when I look around, what I'm taking in, what I'm responding to, how I'm responding. So uh, that might be something that you try listening to again, now knowing that I was on a cross-country bicycle trip. I was alone in the desert. I hadn't seen shade for miles and miles and miles and hours, and um, I was hurting. <laughs> it was been riding a long time. My face was covered in salt and was cracking because it was so dry. And I stopped because I saw one bush in the middle of nowhere that offered me a little bit of shade. And I sat under it and I had simultaneously the feeling of everything being so like palpably dangerous. <laughs> the heat, uh, being on the road, um, the solitude, just the emptiness of the space, and at the same time, and just as strongly, the feeling, wow, wow, look over there, wow, wow, that is amazing, that is stunning, that is indescribably beautiful. So, uh, yeah, combination, brutal, beautiful, 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 beautiful. But uh, that was obvious. I guess it's always better when you don't explain it, right? Ha, ha, ha. But I've never done this before, so thought it was worth trying. I do have some fun interviews that I did with some friends of mine. But I think I will leave that for next time. Always leave them wanting more. But seriously, thanks for listening. Infinite love and gratitude. I am walking along Highway 19, also known as 34th Street, in St. Petersburg, Florida. By the way, my name is Miranda Collette. I was born on December 8th, 1987. The same day I was conceived was the day that my love was born, which was St. Patrick's Day, 1987, March 17th. And I'm realizing as I walk down this busy highway, which is 34, a.k.a. Highway 19, a.k.a. this shit show of a road, that if I were to be run over, if I were to be decimated and removed from my mortal coil, it wouldn't really change the life of anyone. Yes, my partner, Keith Tower... He would probably be sad, and I would hope that my dog would be sad. But then again, everybody would just move on to their lives, even my mothers, my brothers, my family, my cousins, people who, you know, claim to care and covet my health and my life. Um, yeah, it wouldn't really do much to change them. And it just... It's that nihilist within me that thinks, like, what is the value of human life? Even if you do as much as you can to uphold and protect 
and better the lives of others, what does it actually mean in the end? And the truth is nothing. The truth is it means something, maybe, to the people you interacted with. But overall, nothing. It means nothing. And uh, I guess I'll say comfort in that. Because I could be hit by a car and be decimated and desecrated and not exist as the being that I am right now forever and ever afterwards. And uh, I guess that'd be all right. But uh, it's not very comforting to think of that. It's not very comforting to think like this life that I struggled to improve, that I worked really hard to do better in, like, doesn't mean anything in the end. So I guess I'll find a little cozy corner of that that makes sense. And those of you who've known me and who've loved me, I just appreciate you sparing a thought.